Welcome to the Harbor Church Weekly Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information, visit us online at www.theharborli.com. Oh man, we, we absolutely love these guys. And uh, Scott is, was the one who normally interviews, so just bear with me because this is a new thing for me. Um, but, uh, but man, we're really excited. And I know Sunday um, we, we heard so much of your story. But before we kind of jump into everything, can you guys give us a little bit of background of sort of where you're from, um, whether you grew up in the church or not? Can you kind of share? And just so you know, it might get a little emotional. This guy is a, a teddy bear. It's a beautiful thing, and so and it's and it's a bad combination when you have Pastor Scott up here with somebody else. But um, it's it, we're we're so excited. So Pat, can you kind of give us a little bit of a background of uh, where you're coming from? Sure, sure. You want to go first, son? First, is that all right, Pastor? Yeah. Okay. God bless you, Saints here in Patchogue. I'm so so happy to be here. Um, so my name is Amanda, and I grew up knowing Jesus. My parents um, took us to church. Um, I loved watching, I used to listen to the tambourines and the people praising God and I knew that it was right and it was beautiful. I loved Sunday school. I would sit there and drink it in. And um, so I was raised in it, but then we moved from Brooklyn to North Babylon. And in that time, probably about 13 or 14, um, my parents were kind of looking for that church in, in the area and really didn't find one right away. And so there was a period of time of kind of, I call it like a little bit of the desert. And um, when I wasn't, we weren't in fellowship like that. And so I, my high school years and my college years didn't live, I didn't live a life that reflected a follower of Christ. I didn't, I didn't know how to follow him, but I did always love him. But that was gonna usher in um, some big, big storms that were coming, and uh, God was on the other side of that, and you're going to hear all about it. But um, so I, d- I did know the Lord. I grew up in a house like that, but it was a desert there. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome, Pat. Okay. Um, I grew up in a family of seven um, in Lindenhurst, uh, the youngest of seven, uh, five boys, two girls. Uh, as you can tell already, my wife's a much better speaker no, than me, no. so, so, so just bear with me. No. Um, uh, nice household. I mean, my parents were, were married. They had a great relationship. Uh, money was tight. Uh, I was in Catholic church. I went to Catholic school for a little bit. Uh, was in going to church every Sunday, but like a, as a young man, I was just like, not really getting anything out of it, you know. I'd just be showing up and just really no connection going on there, just looking to get out of there, yeah. you know. So that was that was pretty much how I grew up. Yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. It's like sort of two two sides of the story over here. So can you guys kind of share with us how how it was that you guys met and uh, kind of came together? Sure. Yeah. Do you want me to go? I'll go. Thank. You. All right. So um, my s- older sister, Mary, and his older brother, Jake, one of twins in his family, they married and met. And um, so we kind of met like that, the two younger brothers and sisters. And uh, we say all the time, um, when we met, we, it was sparks flying immediately, and it wasn't like us to be, it just was. Like God was there, and I didn't even know, he, I, I, I didn't give him the glory that he deserved 
uh, forgive me, Papa, but at that time, I didn't, but we, we immediately knew, you know, we, it was an immediate love connection there. It wasn't like we started off and it was, you know, we weren't sure, we were very sure. And um, so we met kind of like in a, a family, family way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. So you guys met through siblings and right. then started dating and then um and then got married. Can you guys kind of share with us um because I know also we have a lot of like really newly uh, married people in this place and you sort of go through that honeymoon phase. By the way, I have no idea. I'm just taking everyone's word for it. So um <laughs> uh, but but can you kind of share with us um, what that sort of what it was like to be newly married, especially you sort of have a background in God and Pat coming from a totally different um, perspective? How, how was it in the beginning um, for you guys? Well, you know what? I should have probably also mentioned that um, again in how we first met. We were married. We were engaged probably about two years, um, uh, dated for two, engaged for two. And um, we had uh, our oldest daughter, Ava, who's going to be 21 on the 7th and uh, my daughter Summer, who's gonna be 18, who is 18. So we had the two girls, and in the beginning, you know, again, what we, we started off wonderful, but then the stresses and uh, the finances. We had a home in West Islip, it's old colonial, and uh, it needed a lot of work. And just like all of us that we know, adding children in the mix, we started feeling that heaviness and that heaviness and, and the fact of the matter is, and again, as, as we share our story, um, we didn't have Christ as a center of our marriage or our dating relationship. We didn't, so it was just a matter of time, like, like all of us, when he's not that rock. And so, you know, really good people, of course, start, um, the stresses of life became pretty intense, if you wanna speak to that. Yeah, so in the beginning, <laughs> that's like, you're killing it. No, you no. have to talk. <laughs> Seriously. You're just the eye I, candy I'm such here a talker. It's bad. No, no. Um, so, so, so the beginning, though, I know, that I know that it did get stressful. Was it stressful right away? Was it something that sort of ha like right out of the gate? Was it the tension, or, or um, how was it sort of in, in the beginning of the process? Yeah. <coughs> okay, so we had two girls, um, nice house, needed a bunch of work, like my wife said. Um, I started to feel the uh, the stress of, of being a dad and um, not having tons of money coming in. Um, my dad died of, uh, he, he, he got sick fast and died fast and he was too young. It was like, uh, I don't know, just a couple of years after we got married. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. um, anxiety started kicking in for me, uh, which I never I never had before. I always knew there was something missing in my life, but I just couldn't put my thumb on it, you know? So, um, again, I lost my father. Um, marriage, I thought before we got married, I know a lot, of, a lot of kids do today, a lot of younger couples do today. They think when they get married that everything's gonna get fixed. We're, we're gonna get married. I, I know we got some issues, but once we get into the house, We'll be good, but everything magnified with um, with that, with 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 the stresses of uh, kids, um, money, yeah, and, and then uh, just 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 life w w was was getting rough for me. And then I, I I got into a restaurant with my family I, I uh, for five years, and then uh, that 
was good for a little bit, and then that uh, that started to fail, the restaurant, and um, I we we were we were I I became impossible. I just again I went to the marriage thinking that the marriage is going to fix me, and um, kind of kind of like a fairy tale that. Um, you know, everything was going to be fine, and, and things just, I guess it just magnified everything, and um, what else from there, love? Um, well, I guess it was to the point where it was so bad, and then yeah, we I decided got, I got to, I know you have questions for us, but I mean, and that we, <laughs> and that it came to the point where he, in fact, decided to leave. Yeah, I got, yeah. yeah. Right, so... How was it for you, Amanda, on the other side where it started so good and, like you said, sort of this expectation that marriage is this fairy tale and just at when this was happening with Pat, before he decided to leave, what, what was it like on the other side when it started to sort of disconnect? Right. Well, um, I always describe it as um, just complete, and, and we probably all or, or most of us, that despair or that sadness that is just so, so deep that really it can only be the Lord that can pull you out of that darkness. So, I mean, it it was so unbelievably sad. I'm looking at my daughters right now. At that point, I was living with my parents in the house that I grew up as a teenager um, I hadn't finished my college degree, so again, I was waitressing, not really in the field that I wanted to be in. So it was absolutely dark, dark, but I knew I was, God was already in, in working, and he was wooing me and reminding me of who I was, that, that little girl that knew his name, and he knew my name, and I had let him go, and I always describe it as forgetting my first love, and so I guess I'll talk about um, the really the lowest point being in my parents' room, uh, my, my room, and I had my, my girls set up. I just wanted to lie down. You know, again, you know, when you're that sad, if you can relate your body, just really, you just become tired. And I remember it was a beautiful, beautiful sunny day that always strikes me. Um, because, uh, you know, we're summer people, beach people, there would nothing would keep me from being out on a beautiful day, but I put my girls down in the bed with me. I said, you know, let's, let's lay down with mama for a little bit. I'm just so tired. And I remember lying on my stomach and putting my cheek on the pillow and just tears coming down, and I said, I know... I know, Jesus, that you're real, and I need you. And my prayer at that point, over and over, wasn't a long one that you hear. It doesn't have to be long. It was help, and it was me. And it was over, and it was over again. And I just kept saying, help me, help me, help me, help me. And like a little girl, and I say it too. I, I bet you, I don't even know if somebody came in the room and would have heard those words, but it was like my spirit bearing witness with his and um, I just needed you. I'm so, I help me. So I was lying there, and I say it all the time. I didn't see anything. I'm not looking, you know, signs and what. Listen, the presence of the Lord, I felt a peace that 
his mercy and his faithfulness when you're at that point of total surrender, when you, nothing else matters but him and you remember who you were. And he came in like a flood and I just felt different. And when somebody that hasn't experienced that or what it means to be saved, um, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but it was a piece like a fire. Boom. I'm not saying, it was a long process. I'm not saying it's overnight. God is, his timing is his timing. His ways are not my ways. But I wouldn't change one thing, and it was bad. I mean, you got, we don't even have enough time to talk. I mean, really. It was as bad as bad gets. Yeah, we I were, mean, we were. You gotta, I keep talking, you gotta tell me. <laughs> I told you. We, we were, Scott knows. We were separated for two years, and, um, uh, we were both, I, I know I was working hard on the divorce, trying to get divorced I, uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. Um, and then your your lawyer was, was really yep. pushing you yep. to get divorced. Mm -hmm. And um, so we, uh, I, I just remember at the time, if you want, oh, I, w I would go, yeah, there's so much to say in, the, in this half hour. So I would go to to visit my wife when she had my do my two daughters at the time, and after you want you want to talk talk about Laura for a second? Oh yeah. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. I should have thought of that before. <laughs> Actually, before we jump yeah, into yeah, yeah. that, real quick, Pat, can you because you kind of touched on it really briefly, um, but I know that while Amanda was sort of going through all this and coming back to God, you didn't have that experience. And so I know you talked really briefly sort of about like trying going after these business ventures, trying to find your identity and things like this and really dealing with anxiety in, in a gigantic way, which is a, such a huge issue for so many people. Can you kind of share where that brought you to? Um, because I know we we're talking about the highlights and the, and the big moments, but sort of how you got to the point um, where you you then approached Amanda. Wh where were you at? Yeah, well, I, I wanted her. I wanted you to talk about how you I, I'm, I'm definitely going to talk about yeah, it exactly. <laughs> listen i'm gonna just sit down <laughs> no, <here. laughs> but how you how you i saw you had all this well, joy right so i guess that in leading to that point where i i completely surrendered to the lord or you or re-surrendered or as a as a mature woman um definitely gave it wanted him to be king over my life um so i was just seeking I was seeking him and his word, and I couldn't get enough of it. And um, I remember going to, and she's here today, so beautiful, um, Laura, my next door neighbor, who I remember watching her through the years, um, having Bible studies and all of those things. And I drive by and I'd watch, but I never, I never went in. And I, sh and you know what? But that day I did. I remember knocking on her door, and I remember saying, "Laura, what church did you go to?" I just. You know, I know I've been, and a big humongous smile on her face. And so that started me, um, it was in Lindenhurst at the time, we, I was in North Babylon, and uh, me just diving in to the word and to Jesus and no one else. Not any, everything else just faded. Um, I, I, I really, it, it's the kind of thing, it's supernatural. It's only that God can do it because in my own flesh, I'd be still floundering, but I just wanted, I just was thirsty for his word and that peace, that that moment just kept, he just kept wooing me and maturing to, to this day where I had joy and peace that is not possible 
in myself. I say that all the time, like even if you knew my personality, uh, you know, to have a husband that wasn't there and to be angry about the daughters, I, I had peace that it was like I couldn't. If somebody, and then people would often want to talk about uh, uh, my situation. I would say, you know, I'm a lot of things. It's all right. We don't have to talk about that. God's good. Don't worry about it. You know, I mean, we could talk about other things that my broken marriage and what looks really messed up to everybody else. But I had peace and joy that. So it was, you just couldn't, they, it was just, you couldn't, it was hard to understand. And it was hard for him to understand. I think that's what you want to get into. So he is not at this point. No. Knowing no. the Lord. And so I think I was a source of. Yeah. 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 That's what happens. So I would go to I would go to uh, my so wife's good. apartment and. Um, yeah, I moved into a little apartment. Actually. She uh, I'd go there and I'd be super aggravated for for whatever reason, because I was always aggravated and I'd go pick up my daughters and I'd. I'd I'm looking for an argument because we're getting divorced and that's what you do. You argue, you know, so I go there and I try to I try to rock her. I, I try to, you know, start an argument with her and she'd be like, um, <laughs> well, when you drop the girls off on Friday, if you want, you, you can have dinner with us. And I'd be like dinner like I just she had my wife had this joy about her that um, I kept seeing and seeing for for two years we were separated and, and, and working on the divorce and I was just like, what is, what, what's, what's going on? Why is, it's, I, I couldn't understand the peace that she had, you know? So, um, and I was, I was very much in turmoil. My, my, my life was not good. So, um, I, uh, I had my own apartment out east, and what I would do is I'd, I would uh, pick my daughters up, and this, this one time that stands out um, to me is um, I was, I took my girls out, probably took them to McDonald's, and I took them, uh, set them up on the couch at, at, in, in my apartment, and um, I just, I put the TV on for the girls, and I just, my life at this point was, it wasn't even day to day, it was, it was moment to moment. And I, I, I shut the door, left it a little open, I didn't want my girls, I couldn't totally shut the door. But I went in the room and I, I asked God, I said, and who I, I knew a little bit that there was a God from when I was a kid that in, in, in church, but I never had a personal relationship with him. But I went in and I said, I said, God, not for me, not for me, but for my daughters. I gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something for me. Cause I, I can't, I can't live like this. I can't live like this, God. I'm good, brother. And um, it wasn't that moment but someone had given me a couple weeks before a book. It was uh, Max Lucado. Uh, the name of the book is, is Traveling Light. And um, there, was, there was a chapter in there. It was Psalm 23, Psalms 23. And it's talked about shepherding, about how the Lord is our shepherd. And... Um, 
that just that just hit me in my darkest point of my life. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, I was going through this life on my own, trying to fix as a man, trying to fix everything in my life on my own, do everything on my own, and failing at it in my younger 30s. And it just, it just, it just hit me. God, Lord, you, you're with me. You, you, you're my shepherd. I can't believe it that I could have. And I just kept reading. I just kept reading Psalm 23. I went through the book, and I just, it just, it just, it started, it started to soften my heart a little bit. It started to open, open my eyes up. And the more I read, the more the anxiety went away. I mean, my anxiety was like, was like, and I'm sure some people could relate. It was physical. It was like in my chest. I could feel like my heart beating out of my chest, but nobody, I wouldn't let people know. I mean, maybe my brother knew and my mom knew, you know, but I couldn't let society know that, that I was just, I was just in so much pain, you know, so um, that, that, that was, that was a beginning of, praise God, that was just a, a, a start for me. And I remember, like my wife said, it was like, I, I don't, I didn't have any, any fancy prayer or anything like that. It was mm-hmm. just like, it was just like, God, help me. You got to help me. And it does, yeah. it, he, 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 I just, what it, what it was is I just, I just started, I, I opened the door. I opened the door to to let him into my life, to let him mm-hmm. start start to soften my heart. So that was a beginning. Yeah, was beginning what else, yeah. love? That's so awesome. You know what I love about what you both just shared is the the moment that God started to change something. It wasn't like you recited a whole no. chapter of the Bible, but both different backgrounds, both just saying, I need you to help me. And I think that's like the most spiritual, like you were just saying, opening the door. That's like the most spiritual thing you can do. And I know that um, in, in a service like this, you can hear that and, and people hear the moment where you really cry out to God. But I know that it was a process yes, from that point on. So. It didn't just, the light didn't just come on. Things mm-hmm. didn't just change. So Amanda, can you kind of share? Or Pat, I mean, you're ready <laughs> to go. No, no, no. no it, it, I just want to say it. it Still is a process. Yeah. 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 If I if I start thinking I can do things on my own yeah. and, and not giving everything to him, yeah, everything to him, and so I, as a man, I still think I can do things on my own. I still think I can fix mortgages and 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 everything and business. And it's just, I can't, it, without him, I can't. Yeah. And the second I try to do it on my own is the second I fail. Yeah. Man, Pat, yeah. you're preaching tonight. I know. Get the organ up here. Oh, awesome. No, awesome. So, See, Amanda, can you kind of share sort of, because you didn't know that was going on with Pat no. from where you were. Right. So the process from that point of just crying out to God, like sort of what started to unfold for you. Right. So I, d- and that's the thing, when you trust the Lord, you don't, I wasn't saying, my prayer wasn't like, oh, Lord, please, uh, fix my marriage. It was not even that. It was God had me in such a place, like a such a beautiful, beautiful place through unbelievable trial and tribulation that I just wanted his will. So I, you know, 
I had love and forgiveness that comes when you want to look like Jesus, if you want to be like Jesus, and it's going to come with that. And he's going to do it through his strength, not mine. So I wasn't, you know, I'd feel bad for, like, I'd look at him and my heart would break. And I would, but not like a wife breaky. It was like, as my brother in Christ, like anybody that you don't know him, like if you, if you knew him, oh, if you knew him, if you just, and I always say it's one of my favorite scriptures. It's, it's my, it's like, that's not mine, but it's mine. Like when I just, you just touch the hem of his garment, he's going to do the rest. He's going to do the rest. Just touch that hem. It's his good pleasure to do it. So I wasn't so overly concerned about Pat knowing that my Abba Father had a perfect plan for me. So it was just like seeking him, just his word, his word, his word, and um, and then. Right, right. And, and then that's, that's what I was saying. Just like, you know, again, my prayer wasn't for my marriage. It was for his will. And, and with that, you know, during out this time, we have a divorce lawyer and, and, and these things. And, and every step, moment to moment, like, you know, Papa, am I saying yes to this? Am I, do you want me? Because I know you don't love divorce. I know your word says that you're, you're not for divorce uh, necessarily. And there's, but on the face of it, no to that. So do you want me to, and he would, and he would just continue to give me guidance when that word was open, my heart was open. He will tell you what to do to the most minute detail. The most minute. And you know what he would say? Again, the Lord would call Mrs. Davidson. We're one signature away. And, and you know, your heart races for a second. And then he would remind me, and he did this many times, I love Pat too. And I would hear, I love Pat too. And that would be it. I'm like, oh wow, you do, but I don't know. It's still the, and then, and I'm bigger than any judge. I'm bigger than any signature. My, I am bigger than that. And I trusted him and praise God. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. That's so we were doing our own, you know, yeah. again, yeah. he was in such turmoil and I was getting closer, but God was right there. Yeah. 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 So, so Pat, can you kind of share with us the other side of that? Um, from the moment you kind of cried out to God, yeah. like I, I know it was a process and a different process for you as well. What was that like for yeah. you? We're just we're putting so many years into yeah. such a small yeah. frame yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, and I just love when my wife says that. And a lot, I'm sure a lot of people have different situations, and it's like they they, they pray how you want to pray, but some people are going to say, "Lord, if I can just get that house, or if I can just mm -mm. get that marriage fixed," but I, you know. Sometimes it's not about you getting the house or getting that car. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you just have to realize that it's that it's God's will. It's his will and it's his time. His time is not always it's not always our time. You know, people are in, in, into bad relationships. They're in they're in addiction for so long. And I hear people say to me and I think it myself, too. How long is this going to go on? How long is this? I don't know. I don't have the answer, but mm -hmm. the Lord does. And I, I do know that if you just stay and you continue to press in and it's on his time, he he is there with you. Amen. He is no, with no you. No doubt. He is with you to do it on your own. You're going to fail. Yeah. You're mm -hmm. going to fail. And I, I did that for a lot of years. Yeah. I failed for a lot of years. Yeah. And again, it's a, it's it's a constant battle. Yeah. It's a constant battle. I. Christ came into my heart 15 years ago, and I still, I still 
I mean, there's nothing's easy. Yeah. Nothing's easy, yeah. you know. Um, so after I was with my daughters that day, and I actually it was probably a, a bunch of weeks later. Yeah. Um, I I walked in to see to see Mandy, and she was doing her thing and happy to be doing her thing, and <laughs> I wasn't so aggravated about her doing her <laughs> thing anymore, you know. And but still, we were we were heading for the divorce. I, I I didn't tell her that what I had experienced. I was just my experience was between me and the Lord. I really I was just so grateful that that I could actually function, you know. So. Um, I went to go see see my wife, and um, I told her the, the the girls were running around the apartment somewhere. And um, again, it wasn't so much for for our marriage. I I, I said to her, I said, I said, w would you ever think about forgiving me? Wow. I said, could could you po possibly forgive me for what what I've how I've been acting? And I mean, we were separated for two years, but the madness was going on for much longer than that, you know? So I, I, I remember that, asking her that, and I, I think you just smiled. I don't know. But, you know, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I knew that I knew, and again, it's the Lord thing where you're, you're stay, you abide in him and that he whispers and he tells you to go to the left, to go to the right. And I just, knew in my spirit that he was different I, I didn't think that but I looked at him and I always say I could picture that day I could picture the apartment and like his face looked different to me his count yeah his countenance looked different I thought hmm knowing how big our God is and what he's already done for me I'm like oh hmm this is it but you know he just had there was there was like a just sharp edges off and that I had never never seen ever ever seen but it was like you know, hmm, maybe man of God walking in here. I think this is what's happening. I don't know. And that's what God was doing. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. Um, so can you guys kind of share with, with these guys, when you guys kind of got to the point where there's forgiveness and you're taking these steps, how did God restore your marriage? How did you get beyond the divorce lawyers and all that stuff, like practically, spiritually? How did that happen for you guys? Well, I remember after... After I said, I asked Mandy, I said, will, will, will you forgive me? And we just, I don't, uh, she really didn't say, oh, yes. And that we we kind of stepped away for a while um, and, and talked and, you know, and probably started to have dinner together for a little bit and, and um, spend time with our daughters together, which, which we hadn't in a long time. And that was really nice for the girls to see. But um, so then... She was my wife was plugged into a, a church, um, uh, a born again Bible believing church, and uh, she asked me to go. And um, I went to the church, and I remember going in there, and people knowing her, people looking at me, people shaking my hand. Hug uh, hugging me, but meanwhile, they kind of know I'm this guy that's been doing this for a bunch of years, but still, still nice to me, yeah. open to me. I was like, huh. So <laughs> the music, the music goes on, yeah. you know, yeah. 
and um, I'm looking around, and the hands go in the air, and people Uh-oh. are. I'm like, oh. People, I hear some people saying stuff behind me. Yeah. And then there's a guy on his knees over here, and there's another guy over here on one knee, and his hands are in the air, and I'm like, what, what, what what's going on here? And then you know we let we went and then my wife I says, what's all what's going on with all the all the all the peep the hands and the yelling and she's like, so I go back next week and my wife's like, you see this this woman over here her husband just died, God gave her her joy back. This woman this woman over here lost a child, God gave her her joy back. You know I mean divorce this woman's divorced she's got all the kids. God's given her joy, her joy back. She has peace. God's given her peace in all of this. So here I am. My hands are up. I'm on my <laughs> knees. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and that's and and that's why people are just like they're given. And I try to tell my brothers and sisters who are still. Some of them are on the fence, and I get them going to church with me, and they're still going to Catholic church. And I remember when I was going to Catholic church, I didn't have this personal relationship with Christ. I never knew that I could deal with him directly, that I could speak to him directly in the car with me directly. I always was somewhat intimidated that, oh, I got to speak to somebody to speak to him that's going to possibly speak to him, and I got to do all of this other. So... um, I just, I just, the, 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 again, the, 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 the gratefulness of God and, and his mercy that that's, that's why you see. And it just brings me, when I see people like that, I'm just like, God, thank you for healing my brother. And my son. I don't know what they went through. I don't know what they've gone through, but man, they're so happy about it. Thank you, Father. And that just, we see it. Love, yes. we just, we leave that, church. Yep. Whenever we leave church and somebody's saved, I mean, that is just oh, our man. biggest Makes thing, man. Shout. It's just like, yes. God, you plucked me from the darkness, from the pits. And what you, Look, gosh, yes. man. Our word is grateful. So grateful. We'll say it over. So grateful. To this day, this is many years ago. We talk about it because, well, we want to give glory to God every chance we get. But we get emotional about it because it's just that um, is just it just doesn't make sense on any logic at any human logic. Um, and when he does that, when he seals that with fire, it makes you grateful. Twenty over twenty years later, we still are. Amen. So awesome! So awesome! Can we, you you want to say something else? I like just you oh, got it. Let's I go. didn't see that. Let's well, go. <laughs> you're, on, you're on fire tonight, man. Let's go. No, I just I just. When I'm working with with a lot of men um, or or whoever it is out in the field, it's th- th- I, I I tell them about what God has done for me, and they're like, you you don't you don't understand what my life is like. You don't understand what's going. No, I do, I do, I do. There were police involved. There were families involved. This was this was horrible. This was this wasn't a light thing. So I do know. So I try to tell him, if you just if you just open your heart, God can fix anything. 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 N- not not that we don't have problems. Yes. But 
with him, it's 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 everything. It's yes. everything. So, so good. Praise so God. good. Hey, can we give it up for Pat and Amanda? So incredible. And as as the band comes up, you know, what I, what I love about y'all's story and what's so cool, especially when you start pointing out, like, people in worship, and sometimes, and you might be here, and it's your first time, and, and you're seeing people singing loud and clapping and raising their hands, and, and it's a little bit like, what the heck is going on? But but I love the what's so powerful about your story is God didn't come for the good people. He came for the broken. He came for the people who would say this, help me. I need help. I can't do it anymore. And the moment that you guys did that. Now you can sit up here when everybody, I remember even on Sunday you guys were saying people were pressuring you both ways. Oh, so yes. you should you should just go forward with the divorce and but but God. Amen. But God because when he wants to do something, he'll do what no man can do. And so it's just incredible. I love what the devil tried to kill. God said, "Oh, I see actually 20 years later they're going to be on a stage and they're going to be talking about how good Jesus is." So awesome. So, hey, can I ask you guys, um, before we close out, sort of where, what, what is your marriage like now? What has God done over all those years? And I know, uh, I know it's not perfect. I know there's right. always issues and stuff mm -hmm. like this. But um, in terms of when you put Jesus, really, when you really put Jesus at the head and said, God, it's not about us. We want to serve you. What has that looked like in your family? Well, you know, we say it all the time, especially when we we're speaking about what happened to us. And it seems like it was a short period of time, but know that it wasn't. And it was years and and our marriage still goes on. But if it wasn't for the fact that we know where to go to individually and together, it, it he taught us it is him. It, it, he is the way. And there's nothing that in his word and in prayer that he won't explain to you and guide you. And so. Um, yeah, the trials and tribulations, we live in a fallen world. There, it, it is from moment to moment. We're always going to the Lord. But what he did, it's just, we're sealed, we're saved. He sanctifies us every day. And um, so it's a process. But it's a beautiful, beautiful process. And it's better than I ever even dreamt all those years ago. My God gave me two boys after my two girls, my beau, my Quinn that I watch and that little godly man and I, I'm dream I'm like, I can't, I'm so not worthy, God. I'm so not worthy of how, how merciful and how faithful you've been to Pat and I. So with that love, we, we seek him in our marriage every day. And I know that sounds like seek him. In it's hard. You get in there. You fight the good fight. You do what you got to do. You put up that armor because you know what? There's an enemy out there that wants to take you out that hates a great marriage. We've seen great fruit and he hates it. But every day we're going to fight because our God is worthy. And so that you got to die to your flesh. You got to let it's, it's going to come to get you. It's going to ladies. It's going to. But just picture that cross. Picture what he's done for you. And you fight. You fight. You stay around godly people. You remember that God might call you to do things that don't make sense on a human level. You do it. You do it anyway. You stay focused on him and know that throughout this whole thing, there was something. And like, you want me to continue? You don't want me to call that lawyer immediately and say just to stop? No. God calls you to sometimes do often things that don't make sense and are often hard, but it's worth it. It's sweet. He's so sweet. I can't. Oh, it's not enough. 
Yeah, so he's so good. good. As a matter of fact, can you guys actually put that picture up? I want to show you. This is their family now, and those two little boys happened because God restored their mm -hmm. marriage. Those two destinies, what, what the devil tried to kill. Amen. How awesome is God? <laughs> so awesome. Come on. Yeah. Um, and Pat, let me just ask you this before we close out. What advice would you give someone um, because you came from a place where you didn't really even know anything about this. What advice would you give someone who's lost in life? Maybe they're here tonight and they're like, I just feel that way. I feel completely lost. What, what would you say to that person? I would just tell them, just open up the word of God and continue, can keep, continue. It, it, it may not happen immediately. It, it, it's it's going to take time. Um, be around, like my wife said, be around godly people if you can. Um, because I was out there with people who weren't godly and they were fine telling me that divorce is going to be okay. You're a good man. It's going to be, it's not okay. It's not okay to do that to those children. You know, it's, 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 it's not okay. So it's God's time, and I've said it. I've said it a bunch of times tonight that it's on God's time. You may not go home tonight and have this big, this big revelation, and maybe not next month. And it's again, it's not always. It's not always the marriage being fixed. It's not always you getting that house. It may be you being away and on your own for two. I don't know how many years. But the good news is, is that he's with you, is that he's with you and he's got plans for you. And he will give you back the days the locusts have stolen from you. You, you remember the bad, you, you'll forget the bad times. You'll be like, what? And you'll will live such a joyous life. But just keep pressing in, just keep pressing in and in all in time. All in time, that's all I could say, and I praise God every day. I'm so grateful for that. He saved, he saved, saved my life. He saved my marriage. We went back down to nothing. And my children, see, my children, they, they know God. They'll know God. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I was doing it on my own for a lot of years, and I failed. So that's praise so awesome. God. Praise God. Let me ask the very last question for either one of you guys. If, if someone here is in a really tough spot in, in a marriage and they don't really know what to do, if you could just give them one word of advice from being in that position, what would you share with these guys? I would say, if I can, um, take your eyes off him or her. It's not about its powers and principalities. It's not about him. It's not about her. And just seek him. Pray for him or her, definitely. Definitely pray. But um, take your head out of the marriage part of it, the, it because it's, a, it's all about him. So instead of trying to fix or wonder when he's or she's going to change, it's, it's God. Stay focused on him. You're his daughter. He's wooing you. He'll deal with him and vice versa. He's got him. Don't worry about it. it God's got it all got it all planned out but again it's taking the goggles off of what marriage should be it's it's about relationships um and it's your relationship with him because throughout the trial and tribulations that we went through it was about um 
individually. He broke us. And then our marriage was fruit from it. So again, um, worry about your union with, with uh, Jesus Christ, definitely. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you would like to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus today, visit us online at www.theharborli.com backslash next step.